Chad, how the hell are you doing? I'm great, Kevin. How are you? How was your week? You've been traveling. Um, yeah, I was traveling. I was out of town basically for the whole weekend. Man, you're jet lagged? No, not Flew at all, in. actually. I mean, it was a two-hour flight. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good. Got here just in time for the game. Uh-huh. We watched go our pack, beloved go. Packers yep. sit atop the division. Yeah, it's funny, you know, new coach, same, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback, and there the Packers are, just sitting on top of the NFC North. That's great. Uh, Good times. Sorry, Minnesota. Yeah. I'm really not sorry. Yeah, two wins over our two biggest division rivals. (laughs) Yeah, to start the year. And we haven't even played well yet. No. You guys are in in trouble. Think of things to come. Mm. Welcome to the Canada Athletic (laughs) Training Podcast. Kevin, did you know you cannot spell? Wait, you cannot I thought spell this was candy. the fantasy football podcast. It's going to be. Oh, all right. Are you winning in your fantasy football league? I don't know. We'll see. After this podcast, I'm always winning. What do you got? You were going to say something about spelling. Yeah. Did you know that you can't spell candid without E B P? I've been planning that joke for what? weeks. There's no E B P in candid. And there's no EVP <laughs> in this podcast. I I don't know where you were educated, but <laughs> they should get their license taken away. Uh, well, hopefully you're here listening to us to have fun, because we're going to have fun tonight. I think we are. We're winging this one. I don't know about you. I'm really prepared. I'm Super always prepared. <laughs> duper prepared. I prepare um, to be candid. That's just how we roll. That's how we roll. So thank you, everyone. I know we uh, had some social media help this week. Um, we were asking for future topics. We have looked at those, and we will use those going forward. Uh, we enjoy all the suggestions. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe we'll not use. all of them. We're going to pick some. <laughs> we're going to pick No, probably pick all of them. Yeah. You guys are pretty good at coming up with some fun stuff. Yeah, so we appreciate everyone's feedback on that. Heck yeah. Um, as we've noted the last couple episodes... Um, sometime this week, we will draw a couple names. <gasps> the reviews were in, the um, social media pictures of taped thumbs are in. Yeah. We're going to go through those this, sometime this week and pick our favorites, and we will contact you, specifically you, if you win. I, And I and got we, a couple that are... And we will we will get sizes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Otherwise, we have a we have we some big some announcements runners. coming up in the next few weeks. Yes, I know we keep hinting at it, but Kevin and I are working on some major things, and I think major. I think this is really going to go well f- for everyone. I think so. I think so. it's going to be fun. Otherwise, I, I don't think we have anything to wrap up from last week's episode. It was clean cut, probably the cleanest cut episode we had. Oh, by so, far, there was no polls, no <laughs> anything like that. So we can just roll right into this week. Um, then let's do it. All right, let's do it. Booyah. Oh, Chad. Yeah, I forgot. Where, what are we starting with tonight? Oh, I think you wanted to start with some FM, FMKs. Okay. Yeah. Let's do some F1, marry one, kill one. Oh, so you approached me and said, you know what? Would you rather slash FMK sick tired or hungry while you're at work yes and i thought that was amazing yeah hungry tired or sick because seriously i don't think there's an athletic trainer out there that has not experienced those three and has had a miserable day because of those three oh i think we all go through them yeah on the reg 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 (laughs) not reg the reg (laughs) that's something else um so I totally want you to go first because I have no idea what I'm that's to fine. Say. That's totally fine. Um, all right. So I am going to. Oh God, I'm gonna kill being sick. I'm gonna marry being tired. I'm gonna f being hungry. I think I'm not being very creative here, but. I remember a few times being sick while I was working. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the Heineken flu. I'm talking about like actually being sick. The right? Heineken flu. The Heineken flu is a little different, <laughs> right? 
That's your own fault. Get over it. Well, if you have a flu from your hiney. Oh, well, that. so I've been there, too, oh. while working, right? Um, How many bathroom breaks do you take in a day? On a normal day, when you're feeling good. And then how many when you're when feeling you got the good. flu? Like, that's so, a, actually a pretty good question. How many times? I'm actually... I, wanna, I mean, can, candid? Yeah. When I, so when I was on a team of athletic trainers, when we had multiple of us, um, I was I was a late night pooper. Oh. So I I would always like You'd seven o'clock like a seven o'clock game. I I bet in like the third inning I was taking that poop. Was it like a routine? <laughs> it I mean it just that's the. I'm a twenty four hour person, right? So when I eat like my biggest meal, chances are I'm pooping at twenty four hours after that. So like once a day. Yeah, I'm a once a day kind of person. Oh no. Uh huh. You know it happens um so yeah hiney flu is a different okay. <laughs> the heinekin flu is different than being sick okay. although i will say chad i know you've never experienced this but the worst thing to ever like not the worst thing that's that's an exaggeration but it is terrible having to take care of people while you're really hungover. oh it's really horrible. What's the worst I, part about it? Because you are miserable, and everybody else is like, "Oh, take, stretch my arm," and you're like, "I want to lay down. Leave me alone." Um, I will say this: when I was younger, I drank more as an athletic trainer to excess because I could recover faster. Right? Sure. And then there, just, was like, there was like there was like this limits. air. Yeah, and then there was this, like, area of, like, your late 20s when you still think you're 23, <laughs> right? And you're like, no, nah, no, nah, I can still go out and stay up until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and go to work, and I'll be fine. But you quickly realize that it sucks, right? And this is actually going to get back to an, a, our later topic in the in the show. But Ooh, um, that, We call that foreshadowing in the business. Ooh, foreshadowing. Um, and then... Honestly, like I would have, I mean, everybody on the, that listens to the podcast knows that I enjoy my, uh, like, adult beverages, right? What do you have um, in your hand right now? Knob Creek bourbon. Knob Creek. Yeah. On the rocks. On the rocks. Okay. Yeah. That's why the podcast is going to go so well. <laughs> it's going well. Already. Um, you've crushed it. Yeah, and so, as I got older, I realized being hungover at work is just not worth it anymore. Because, man, taking care of some whiny little athletes while you're, like, hurting, not good. And they, those hangovers only get worse as you get older. So hmm. take care of yourselves, people. Uh, anyway, so I'm killing being sick. As an athletic trainer, sorry, uh-huh. I want to go back to this hungover situation. Yeah, I've sure. Never, I've never uh-huh. experienced it. Yeah. As an athletic trainer, mm-hmm. did you come up with a remedy or, like, a secret sauce or some sort of, I did because you worked in professional yeah. setting with professional adults, professional yeah. older individuals who could experience that. Well, and they did. did. They come in they and did. did you be like, hey, here's my go-to, or just did you did you have a standard mix in this and hopefully we'll get through it. Um, by far, I owe all of my hangover cure to. Uh, a very close friend and 100% mentor, Dan Wright. Okay. Um, Alka-Seltzer Plus. In, so room temperature water, right? Alka-Seltzer Plus. Two extra strength Tylenols. We should be charging the people extra for this hack. I mean, sure. This is, I mean, this is definitely an athletic training hack, 100%. Okay. Because if you work with underage population this is a hack for you if you work in the adult population that's a hack for them and you um and then whatever your favorite like rehydration packet or whatever is ours happen to be something called the right stuff which i think is really Uh, a uh, really uh, really uh, good uh, product uh, the uh, right uh, stuff uh, uh. Mm -hmm. 
And everybody does that the first time they hear about it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I know that there's some really good products out there. We saw a lot of them at NATA, the old NATA, right? Um, Cramp Aid. Yep. What, were the, what were the other ones? Do a lot you remember? of cramping A lot of cramp stations. stations. And they were, what I, you know what, sidetrack, what I enjoyed <laughs> from that because we were making fun of it a little bit. We were like, oh my God, how many freaking products are there for hydration? Yep. What I did enjoy about it is that all of them went about it a different way. Like some of them the treated science it. science behind it, yep. The science behind it was either mainly the hydration side, and then some of the science was more from the neurological side, which I thought was awesome, right? So anyway, Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus. I don't think I said Cold Plus last time. Also cold plus, um, Tylenol extra strength. Two of them. The here's the key though, this is absolutely the key. Room temperature water. All right. right. I said it already, but put the two Tylenol extra strengths in the room temperature water. Leave it be for about five to ten minutes. Let them dissolve in the water. Okay. Then, once they are all dissolved. And it's just like floating pieces of Tylenol in this water. Throw the Alka-Seltzer in there. Let it bubble, let it bubble, let it bubble. Then throw your hydration packet in there. Take it down. It's not going to taste good. It's just not. But it's definitely, the how bad it tastes definitely is not worse than how you feel. <laughs> so grow up and drink it. Right. Okay. And then drink water. You know. I mean, I'm like that's kind of the point of it, right? Drink I'm, water. I'm so excited to never try that. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people have problems, Chad. You don't. Oh, I got um, my own. I got my own set of problems. God. Yeah. So I would. I would definitely kill being sick. All right. Yeah. Back to back to the, um, the whole point. Man, I. There's been a couple times where I've been, like, legit, like fever sick, and I. I'm an idiot and I just keep pushing through and pushing through and pushing through and um and it's just not it's not a smart decision at all. And then the other side of it is I I think every athletic trainer has probably been approached by somebody else and said, "Well, what happens if you get hurt? Well, what who takes care of you when you're sick?" And you're like, "Nobody. Nobody does." Yep. And so therefore you can't, right? Mm-hmm. Um it's it was when I was in baseball, it was clockwork. I would legitimately get sick three to five days after the season ended. I would it like all of a sudden I would have like flu like symptoms, I would have a cold, I would have like just nasty something going on. Because I it I my body could tell it could shut down. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The nervous system just said, Okay, it's, it's time to relax, let yeah. your guard down, and then that's when it Man. comes and gets you. And then I mean, because if anybody should be getting sick, it's the athletic trainer, right? You're experiencing everything, you're touching all the crap. Um, but then two, the other side of that is that we also get immune to more things because we touch everything and experience everything, blah 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 blah. But anyway, I'm gonna marry being tired. Because that's just your life as an athletic trainer, right? You're going to be tired. If you know an athletic trainer that's not tired, man, they're doing something to with the devil to get through the day, I guess. Um, or maybe eating a lot of Sour Patch Kids. Um, and then hungry, I'm effing it because every once in a while, right, we got, we're hungry, and we, but we have to get the job done. But man, when you get like that weak feeling or like kind of shaky because you're so hungry. Like the nausea. Oh my God. And then like you have to like, I don't know, uh, stretch somebody's hamstrings or you have to exert yourself a little bit like physically, like do some manual therapy. Sometimes it's hard and you're like shaking, like it's tough. Then you start blacking out because your (laughs) blood sugar is so low. Uh, what do you got? Give me your stuff. Um, as I think about this, it really kind of boils down to a little bit of workload for me. Okay. I, I'm going to kill being sick as well. Yeah. Um, mostly from the, the perspective is in the back of my head. I, well, okay. Like you said, we're all hashtag no days off. Oh. 
We don't get any days off. Hashtag no days off. You know, it's just like <laughs> you show up. Yeah. Every day and you uh-huh. do it, regardless of how you feel. Yeah. Um, but in the back of your head, you, you got that little bit going, man, I hope I don't get one of these athletes sick because then I have to take care of them. Correct. So it's that I, I just want to eliminate that possibility mm-hmm. of giving myself some work down the road. Yep. Uh, so that was the easy one to, was to kill uh, being sick. Uh, I think I'm going to F being tired. Okay. Um, because <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's really weird because it's changed. Like when I was, I've worked some crazy hours. I've worked the, you know, all day, every day shift. I've, I used yep. to work nights at managing a restaurant and bar and then get up two hours later and, and you know, be at practice. Yeah. Um, and as you get older, it gets tougher. True. And I think it's <laughs> so does I think so does Evan. Yeah. As you get older, you just slow down a little bit, right? Um, but you get so much more experienced. I think it's manageable. You can manage it. Okay. Um, and you can kind of break it down into smaller, like, okay, I just have to get through a couple more hours and I can, you know, uh, you know, be done with it or, you know, quick take a snooze or whatever. Okay. So it sucks. You know everything, and but it's not the end of the world. Sure. So I'm I'm kind of okay with it. I think I'm gonna marry being hungry. It sucks. Uh, no, I'm just saying in the grand scheme. I mean, effing doesn't ever suck. <laughs> You're right. I gotta rethink my thought process here. I ate, but at the same time, depends on who you ask. Yeah. You yeah. Know, if you're asking Bill Clinton, it's a oh, whole story. <laughs> so I'm gonna marry being hungry. Mm-hmm. Which is a little unusual for me to say because I'm kind of, I think I'm I'm a hangry person. Well, you I also get, have you hangry. also have like a an inner fat little kid going on yeah. in your stomach. Yeah, I'm I'm a fat kid at heart for sure. Um, but you know, it's just actually I think when you get to that point in work that you're talking about where maybe you skipped um not necessarily skipped a meal, but you know you're a couple hours past when you should be nourishing yourself yeah and you're like okay that sucks but there's a little benefit to it because i could lose an lb or two <laughs> so you know there's there might be a slightly positive part to the yeah. hey you know what i'm gonna do a little fast this morning sure so i'm i'm okay with that okay so that's kind of where i went with it okay yeah. i got nothing that really funny or creative but um i just think on the grand scheme of things being hungry is the easiest part to, to deal with and then on the far end being sick is the worst part to deal with uh sure okay that's like just how it. I, I took like it. it yeah so yeah all right <laughs> let's do it let's move on I like it all right um top five you want to do top five mm-hmm. okay uh again we surveyed athletes this time name something your athletic trainer does that grosses you out okay so, so 100 athletes answered this. I'm going to say eating after you do treatments or after the athletic trainer does treatments and they didn't wash their hands. Okay. I'm going to say it just grosses athletes out that athletic trainers touch feet all day. Okay. Is that is that going to be an answer? Yeah, both of those Is it the eating answers. part or the touching feet part? No, no. So my number one answer is that I think it grosses athletes out if they have an athletic trainer okay. that, say, gives somebody a yeah. stretch. They yep. don't wash their hands afterwards, All right. but they go over to the sandwich and they eat the sandwich. All right. All right? My second thing is, just in general, that athletic trainers touch feet. Okay. Okay? Three, the athletic trainer that spits while they're talking. I think that grosses athletes The weatherman? Yes, the weatherman. We want the sports, not the weather? Correct. Um, Frothing at the mouth. (laughs) The next one would be similar, but bad breath while they talk to you or work on you. Halitosis. Yeah, exactly. Last but not least, um, I think it grosses athletes out, even though they gather around Chad while he's doing it. It grosses athletes out when... You like are popping a ingrown hair slash doing some surgery on a 
pimple or something. That's yep. my fifth answer. Okay. Okay. What do you got? What What do the athletes say? So, um, this is there's a little ambiguity here. So this survey, well, we'll just get into. Squeeze me. <laughs> a baking powder. A baking powder. Baby powder. <laughs> so, um, with fifty two out of the one hundred votes. 52 out of 52. the 100 votes. Okay. Basically half the people that answered the survey for us yeah. said nothing that we do grosses them out. Oh, they come on. Full on. It doesn't matter. We can do anything. We are we are the best people in the world. Who paid their, Who paid these athletes? We are off? their everything. That's <laughs> We walk on water cocky. for these athletes. Okay. So, uh number 2. Touch feet. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. 14 votes. Um, tied for third place. Popping blisters. Okay. Which is, you said it. Yeah, then, I, I mean like skin stuff, yep, right? Yeah. yeah. Popping skin stuff. Yep. And then tied with uh, needling. Needling grosses them out. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fifth place, I don't really know. They don't know what grosses them out. I don't really know. Yeah. Hmm. So. Okay. So many people have said nothing Thanks, grosses athletes. them out, which really surprised me. Yeah, that does surprise me. I think they're just they were afraid to say something bad about their athletic trainer. Yeah, just just being polite. So as as far as the fun answers go, yeah, the randos, uh huh, um, randos. One athletic trainer must enjoy Graston too much because oh. I grossed out an athlete. Okay, um, I'm just a he or she devil with the with the. I'm thinking they. I'm thinking they make funny faces while they do Graston. Yeah, they and got a little like, face. They're digging it a little too much. Yeah. Um, how about this one? How about Roots for the Browns? Oh, that grosses them out. Wow, it would gross me out too. That would have grossed me out. Although know. that Baker Mayfield, he's quite the quarterback, you know. <laughs> um, demonstrates snapping hip syndrome. Must be showing it off what? a lot. Okay. I've got an athlete, uh, athletic trainer out there with snapping hip syndrome, and they are just Interesting. a walking model. Oh, we should and it get grosses you. them out. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and then we had two food-related ones, and this is, I mean, 50% of the show is food-related. <laughs> it grosses athletes out. We had two separate answers. One that gets grossed out when their athletic trainer eats sushi. That might be me. I don't oh. know. That might be one of my athletes. I'm not sure. It might um, be. The other one said they they get grossed out that their athletic trainer really likes cottage cheese. Oh, yeah. Do you, you don't like cottage cheese. I do not like cottage oh, cheese. I think we're going to put a poll up. I want to know. Yeah. I'm going to put a cottage cheese poll up because I'm fine I with tried. it. I tried. It's good for you? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't I, I remember trying to like cottage cheese. Cause I, I tried to like it. I want to know what percentage of, of, of us really like the cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm like impartial. I don't like dis. I don't find it disgusting. But well, let's put it this way: if you had to vote yes or no on cottage cheese, what are you voting? It does not gross me out. Okay, all right. There so. you go. Now, what if I re? What if I ask that question a different way? Do you like cottage cheese? That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, probably. <laughs> and our fat today is. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. So that yeah, that was your top five. Oh, uh, okay. So fictional athletic trainer is fat. For anybody that doesn't know. Yeah, if you're new um, to the program, we do one of these every week. Yeah, and so we're gonna get back to the the roots. Our the, roots. The roots of candid athletic training. So if you're sick of us um, talking about comic book people. You could fast forward for about 10 or 15 minutes, and then we'll get into our topic of the week. But right now, we are going to discuss fictional athletic trainer. Who would be better, Ant-Man or Iron Man? Yeah. This is, yeah, this is going to be a fun one. And I think, I don't want to do this in, like, specific categories. Nope, that's okay. We can just talk about them. We're just going to talk about them. Yeah. I Um, actually think I know who you're going to go with. You think you know. Interesting. Well, I just, I think... One of these two is like your favorite superhero. <laughs> really? And, and like in your top three. Top three. You think so, huh? I, I'm pretty Interesting. sure if oh. I'm remembering correctly that one of these two is one of your favorites. Mm. I could be wrong. 
<laughs> okay, so who do you want to start with? You want to start with the little guy or the 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 OG? Well, I think okay, let's start Ooh. OG, right? Iron Man. Which I don't know. Somebody answer me this question out there: Is Iron Man? I did not read Iron Man comic books when I was a kid. Okay. Right. Iron Man obviously is probably the most popular MCU character. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, come on. I'm he sure is, he... he's the beginning of it, right? He's the center of it. Like I think lot... if you ask people what their favorite movie was, that's diff that's not what that's not what I said. I know. I think they're going to go with the original Iron Man. Most people really like to put that in their like top oh, yeah. four or five. Oh, for sure. But, for sure. Uh, I don't know if... Yeah, I think with kids, he's probably the most popular. I don't know with adults. I think with adults... It's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Captain America. Really? See, I... I uh, All right, let's... Do you, should we put another poll up? Just sure. a question. Who's yeah. your favorite Marvel character? I don't know. What, but what's the question? How you ask the question is very important. Who's Who, your favorite Marvel character? Isn't that what you asked? No, I. For me, it's like who's the center of like the, the Marvel universe. Oh, who's the most important? Yeah, I, not even like the most important, but like, I feel like Iron Man no. became no the center of like these twenty something movies that came out. Right? Yeah, they all really like. It all well, started with and like it. I think it the movie Iron franchise Man. was because of him. The movie franchise, but not the comic books. No, and that's that's my point. Is I think the comic books is Spider Man and Captain America. I think they're the original ones. Um, as far as the Four? Stan Lee like yeah. coming out with some comic books, yes. But I'm saying like okay, so the Avengers universe is the MC universe, right? Marvel okay. Comics universe. That's yeah. really what we're talking. You're about. talking about the movie franchise. The movie franchise. All right. I find it interesting that Iron Man, who to me was like this B-list comic book hero, became really the center of like the biggest movie franchise of all time, I think. Unless Harry Potter is bigger, maybe Star Wars. I don't know. I mean... It's a, it's all relative because of how yeah. much money goes in and how yep. much... I mean, a movie ticket is 15 to $20 nowadays. I mean, it's all relative. But the highest grossing movie of all time is technically Endgame because they released it twice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Avatar and James Cameron. But I think it's very interesting that Iron Man, who is not... I, I felt like I knew comic books when I was a kid and growing up. I didn't know anything about Iron Man. Until the movies started coming out, and then I started researching Iron Man. Okay. Right. All right. How about you? What yeah, do you think? I'm. I, I'm in a similar situation. He right? wasn't like the movies so, was like. Yeah, they started with him, but I was. He wasn't. I. I mean, he's not my favorite. Well, then. Okay. So, so the so movies the poll, are about him. The poll is. Yeah. Who is more important? To the Marvel Universe. Most important to Marvel MCU. MCU. The right. Marvel Comic Universe. Okay. We'll put it up. Iron Man, Captain America. Okay. And that's it. Because, I mean, everybody, I think Spider-Man is the number one most important Marvel-like character. That's why Stan Lee loved him so much. But, anyway. All fat, right. Right? We've completely derailed the show. Oh. God. So we're back Sorry, on track. People. No, it's okay. It's an interesting concept. Um, so value, Iron Man. There's value there. Iron Man has a suit. Ant-Man has a suit. Yeah. It's kind of where they get their powers yep. from, right? One of them makes him actually larger than he is and more powerful than he is, stronger than he is, more capable the other one makes him smaller, therefore more stronger, more capable, all the above. Hmm. So when I think about the suits and what they mm -hmm. do, mm -hmm. Iron Man's suit, I know they do diagnostics. He does diagnostics. 
Is, does he only on do diagnostics on himself? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. So you couldn't throw the suit on somebody, like on an athlete, and and all of a sudden you have answers. I mean, you you could, but I think it, I think it would be. Is that cheating? Then do you really need him? You just need the suits. Hey, I mean, that's the question, though. Too is Iron Man, Iron Man without like, is he? Could Chad Henneberry put on the suit and be so Iron what, Man? The what answer other powers, is yes, but. What powers does the suit give him so he can fly? He can fly. He can shoot. Transport. Transportation is huge. He can shoot tasers out of his... Heck I yeah, he can. Tasers, I mean, thermal therapy is taken care of, probably. Okay. Uh, yep. Manual therapy is going to be tough. Yep. His dexterity is not great. No, he's built like a suit. battering ram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ant-Man, on the other hand, I feel like... So with his suit, he can go quantum. He could, you could, he could actually. He could, you know where he could help? The intercellular matrix. Yeah. <laughs> or like, even if you don't want to go that far, I know we talked about it last week. If you want to go in the ears, take a look. If you want to sure. go in the, there in you the, go. the throat, the teeth, uh-huh. you could get a close-up view you and could. really get an idea of what's going on. You do not need an otoscope. No. If you have that suit. So. I think he would help in that respect. Can he? He can get into the body, right? I know he got into Iron Man's suit, but can he get into somebody's body? I mean, could if you, he can, could he if he go can do go, some X-rays or MRI or no? He can, because he can go subatomic. Well, all right, then so, I think that's a big thing. That's a pretty big thing. I mean, most people argue Iron Man would. If you put the suit on someone, you could run diagnostics and get imaging, like broken bones and stuff like that, with the suit. Yeah. Now you're getting that gray area again. Is it the suit or is it Iron Man himself? Well, it's all it's the package. So then again, the same thing with with Ant-Man. Uh, Ant-Man, Ant-Man doesn't Ant-Man. exist without the suit, yeah. and Iron Man doesn't exist without the. Without well, neither the one suit. of them. So I guess we're we're having a, I'm having a hard time differentiating the suit from the people. Are we are we supposed to? Uh, they're one and the same. Okay, keep them together. All right, just keep them together. How about this, Ant Man? Uh-huh. You could take your whole athletic training room on the road with you in your pocket. Yes, you could. Anything. You could Imagine throw... not having to carry a kit. Oh. You just put it in your pocket. In your pocket. That'd be you nice. could throw one of those little discs on yeah. an entire training room. Yeah. And then on the you, get, you get to the field and you throw it back out there and boom, you got a training room. All right. Well, I think I'm I'm That's pretty kind cool. Of, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um I mean, Iron Man could just carry an entire building, but yeah. at the same time, eh, the whole island. <laughs> I mean, apparently he can, yeah, hold a whole island in the sky for a little bit. Um, now, Tony Stark, though, is a super genius. Super genius. And Scott Lang's not so much. Not so much. It's funny. Although he's very, so now he's clever though. Creative. He's very clever. I mean, you have to, if you're going to be that good of a thief, you, you're going to have to be pretty clever. He's got the magic. He's got oh, those quick he hands. Does. Yeah, that's Tape right. Jobs. He learned he's, how to do magic. Yeah, so he, uh-huh. I think he'd be good at taping with those quick hands. Those. His hands are really good. Yeah. Um, Tony's very adaptable. He seems to. Not he at can, first, but in the end, yeah. Well, meaning, uh, yeah, adaptable might not be the right word. He learns quickly, right? He mm-hmm. can break things down and be like, boom, boom, boom. All right, now I can understand how something works. Now, um, so he's a billionaire genius, right? Philanthropist. <laughs> uh, yeah. With, oh, man, I wish I could remember that quote right now. Yeah. Um, billionaire, playboy. Yeah, yeah. Genius, philanthropist. I think that's what it was, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's right. What are you? Take off the suit, and what are you? Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> oh God. You know what? So, sidetrack. Boom. Um, after Endgame. I have not watched one comic book movie since Endgame. Oh, you haven't? I have not. Okay. And I was kind of spent. <laughs> I, like, I totally Emotionally? Was, yeah, like emotionally, like physically, like just mentally, like I was like, oh my god, like I'm I'm kind of done. Like I don't think I can watch another comic book movie for a while. Can't recover. Where in the past, when I went to go see 
uh, Thor Ragnarok, I wanted to watch it like again right away. Mm-hmm. Right, Endgame, I was like, I'm done. I, I just I can't like I I lo- I loved it. It was so entertaining, but I was I was drained from comic books. Uh, I have what? recently been very intrigued at watching these movies again. I didn't even go see Spider Man in the in the theaters. The which newest is int- one. The newest. Far one. from home. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. Hmm. Um but it actually this past weekend is what like On the road. Got I was on the road. I was in a great city of New York City. And there's something about New York City because so many comic books surround it. Yeah. That one, me and you have talked about it before, and we've sent each other like Snapchats or like pictures of like um, Batman, right? Like, yeah. man, I just want to grapple up onto that building. And then, but the other side of it was Spider Man. And I'm like, I'm like driving through the city, and I'm like almost picturing being Spider Man driving through the city. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, oh my God, I got to watch some comic book movies. Like, I, I'm back at it. Anyway, uh, sidetracked. Iron Man. <laughs> you mean coming out off topic? No. Uh-huh. So uh, with with Iron Man, if He's you rich. if you Super hire rich. Iron Man, do you get Jarvis? <laughs> Does he come free with Iron Man? Oh well, yeah, that is part of Iron Man. So you have an assistant. All right. Wow, that's nice. I mean, so we just what's better than one? So here's the other thing about Iron Man that I w- I think is a very strong case. The suit itself can be on its own it can do things on its own so because it has jarvis too right Mm -hmm. it can accomplish tasks on its own Mm -hmm. you could transport somebody in the suit to a hospital while you still covered your game i think you can do that with the ants you could do that with the ants (laughs) you could have a whole army of ants doing Mm -hmm. all your massages Oh, put an, an ant, ant up massage. on somebody's back, just walking around. Uh, I'm, I'm, le- I'm totally, I'm all in on Ant Man. I think. Talk about, I've, I've, talk, talk I've about really, grossing out your athletes. Though. I really kind of came into this not knowing, but yeah. As we talk through this, I'm, I'm totally one sided on this. Okay. So I'm gonna everything I say from here on is gonna be slanted. I think. You know what? And I think we've gone on what, a what couple. About, let's just let's do personality real quick. Okay. Oh, okay. Who's got the better like... personality, Scott Lang or oh. or Tony Stark? <laughs> I mean, the sarcastic humor is good. He's quick-witted, but I'm, he's gonna piss everybody off. Is that both? Yeah, they're both funny guys. They're both funny guys. They're both sarcastic. They both piss everybody off. What is it? Personality. I have to go. I have to go, Scott slash ant-man because ultimately when he's making decisions he's making it based on somebody else slash his daughter number one tony did that towards the end though towards the end towards the end towards early, the end i'm gonna go tony with- is like a new like a whole different person than old i mean he had the best character arc throughout the whole thing well he of course really, i mean that's why man that's why spoilers, I mean, I won't tell anybody yeah. if they haven't seen it, but that's why he did go through the arc of character building yeah. that he did, right? Um, but consistency, I would go with Ant-Man. Yep. Yep. I think, yeah. Yep. I, I, I see, I'm going Ant-Man. I'm going Ant-Man, too. I'm going Ant-Man. So I, think, I, I think being able to take, I mean... Packing your whole Ooh. kit in yeah. the, in your pocket, uh-huh. not having to like lug that stuff around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a whole slew of ants at your disposal to do mm-hmm. all the tasks you want. Yep. Um, you can get in those ears, eyes, nose, yep. mouth, and you could, I mean, go subatomic and yep. do some bone scan and MRI. Yeah. Um, and the personalities are fairly awash, if not slightly in his favor. Uh huh. I'm. I'm making it. I'm definitely going Ant Man. Well, as totally. Well. So we'll we'll put it up, and you guys can yeah. argue it. We'll if see what you, happens. If you disagree with us, but for now, we're saying Ant Man. <laughs> so, 
let's um let's do our feature topic for tonight. Cool. Okay, so what would be your advice to I think if I remember correctly, you would have been I don't know, 29, 30, 30, somewhere in there when you got certified. Yep. So what would what would be the advice of Chad to 27 to 30-year-old to 32-year-old, we'll say, 27 to 32-year-old Chad? So if this was Endgame and we would go back in time, mm. what would we tell ourselves? God damn, I can't believe you pulled that all together. <laughs> <laughs> it all lines up. Um, the most important piece of advice I'd give me, the student, me, the new grad yeah, is to stop worrying and concentrating on modalities and just concentrate on movements, movement patterns, um, movement quality. That's crazy. That's cause I felt like I, I wasted probably the first four years of my career getting to that point. Okay. Where I was so worried about treatments. Yeah. And then finally got to the point where I'm like, I'm tired of doing treatments. All right. Let's let's not, the treatments aren't fixing the problem. The treatments are helping. You know, the the treatments are the band-aid to the problem. Correct. But they're not fixing the problem. So let's fix the problem. And then we started really concentrating on movement and that really helped. So I would even say that's, that's my number one. I would even add to that, um, know that as an athletic trainer, you are never fixing the problem. You are never healing somebody. All you're doing is assisting their body in healing. Yeah, we're right? we're tricking it into doing it, yeah. something that it's already going to do. Yeah. We're just trying to speed that process up. Correct. So know that. Like, don't. God damn it, don't put the onus on yourself that you are the one that is healing that injury. What about you? So my um, broad, uh, it's not broad, it's like, it's actually very specific. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The opposite of. But it goes off kind of your modality world of like, and we've talked about it, numerous times on this podcast in that are your resource. So the resource that you learned from know the books that you were given in through your program, but understand that the education does not stop with those books. It's it actually, there's this like whole other world that exists and it's it's kind of um i'm jumping right there with you in that like you were given these tools by reading these books but none of them explained how the body moves and that that's how the body heals right so we've talked about the idea that anatomy trains should be a that should just be a book that people read mm-hmm. in college. Yep. No matter what, it's ridiculous that it's not. Um, understand that everything that you read in these books is, it's a blueprint that somebody came up with that a hundred other people said, yeah, that looks like a really good bl- blueprint. And so, therefore, it does help. But it's not getting to the core of what we can really do as athletic trainers. And what we can really do as athletic trainers is affect how people move. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not, and then kind of getting to my point of like, we don't heal people. We teach people how to move. We teach people how to function in life whether it's a sport or out of sports, um, know that stuff at least a little bit so that you're ahead of the game 
coming out of school. Definitely ahead of the game. Um, it just like you, it took me a couple years to be like, Oh my God, like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, why, why am I relying on a machine to assist what I can do either one with my hands or two, I can get them to do with their body. And I think that for me boiled down to don't like, Know the literature that is given to you in front of you. It's very important. But know that there's one little extra step you need to take in order to become a really good athletic trainer. And that's step out of that step out of that box mm. and go grab movement books. I don't care where who wrote it. I don't care if it is even anatomy trains. Just go grab some books and read about movement and study movement. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that, like, that's my number one. I wish I could go and tell 21 year old, 20 year old Kevin, holy crap. Like you have, you, you know, like when you were a kid, you loved like analyzing how an NBA player would jump. And so that you could jump higher. I remember getting like this little book, um, when I was like 10 years old. And it was like, honestly, like how to increase your vertical, right? And because I was obsessed with jumping when I was a kid. Did it come with the shoes? No, like not that. those things. No, no, no. Because no. you know I, I knew those things were crap because I was like, oh, congratulations, your calves are stronger, whatever. But what were those called, though? I don't remember. Like Somebody tell us plat- what those were called. Yeah, like I um, without the man. No, I... I like I sent out for this like little book and it was all about like the mechanics of jumping. And I was like 10 years old. Like so it clearly when I was 10, I was thinking about like how the body moved. And people laugh at me sometimes when I describe like what um what drove me to like be really fascinated with the the body and like what um why I pick up on a lot of things. Why is it that when I'm walking through a crowd of people, I look at their posture and I look at how they're walking and I, I analyze what they're doing. And I think it started when I was a really young kid in that I was fascinated with the idea that like we can do things with our body. And for me, because I don't know if anybody knows this, I'm not a tall human being. But I was fascinated that I was a short person but I could jump really high Mm -hmm. and I was, and then, so from there on, I was like, well, how can I jump higher? Can I run faster? And how do I do that? All right. Um, I tell this story to a lot of people that come through my clinic now, and I wish I could tell my athletes, every athlete ever had like this exact story, but I was a freshman in high school and I had a track coach that would come by and poke me in the side every single time. Every time, every time, every time he saw me, and he'd walk by me, he'd just keep poking me in the side, right? And I think he was just doing it to be funny, and he was trying to like catch me off guard, right? Mm-hmm. But I quickly learned if I engage my core, if he pokes me, it doesn't hurt me, right? Yep. What I didn't know that I was doing at the time was that I was activating my transverse abdominis, right? And so, because I I quickly learned that like if I flexed like I curled my back like I curled down with my abs like and I'm I'm flexing my rectus abdominis, um, I can't do that all day long, but I can draw my belly button in a little bit and protect my sides a little bit. And all of a sudden, when my coach comes over and starts poking me, like, boom, like, I, I, you're not going to poke me, right? And it was, like, those moments when I was, like, younger that, like, shaped this, like, fascination with, like, being an athletic trainer, I think. That was the right? spark. Yeah, and, like, I didn't know it at the time, but now when I look back at it, that's what it was, right? And so what I want to tell young Kevin is, like, remember when you used to do this? 
that's what you need to tell your athletes. Hmm. You need to pass that on. You need to pass on this little like, ah, oh, God, like be fascinated with how your body works and how it moves. And yeah. it starts with studying different books, right? Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Um, I think the only other one that I really want to bring up is um, kind of like a, to be patient and Ooh. just ha- kind of, I guess it's kind of a, a combination of be patient and have some resolve knowing that as you do this, um, like you said before, it's not necessarily our job to fix people, even though we feel like it's our job. Yeah. They're fixing themselves and we're helping them. Correct. Um, that sometimes it's going to take time and True. sometimes it, you're going to go about it the wrong way or it's going to take mm-hmm. longer than you thought it would uh, or you're going to feel like a failure um, and it's not necessarily mm-hmm. the case um, or you're going to be sitting on a bus going to you know wherever you want to wherever you're going some bumble F city uh, and it's going to seem very unrewarding at times yeah but when it goes right, that reward is way worth it. Nice. It, it's it's I've o- I've often said that it's not the most lucrative job, but it is the most rewarding. True. Um, so just to kind of, you know, keep fighting through those times where it seems like it's miserable, where you feel like you're a failure, um, or that you don't know the answers, and that's uh-huh. okay, um, because it will, it always works itself out, whatever the problem is. You know, that, that athlete, that injury that you just can't seem to get right, that at some point it's going to turn around. Right. So, um, just to have a little bit of passion, or sorry, have a little bit of patience um, and just kind of go with the flow, I guess, a little bit. Sure. Um, I'm going to go lighter. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I think I would love to tell 27-year-old me slash 23-year-old me, um, (laughs) don't work hungover. (laughs) Like, seriously, don't work hungover. Like, I remember distinctly one time, and then there's like two or three other times of like, holy crap, you sucked today. Mm. Like you were not a good athletic trainer today. You, you mailed it in and it was all, it was because I was hungover. It was totally because I was hungover. Um, and I think going along the lines of we are not the ones that create the healing in somebody's body we assist people mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of um, the theme of that's the theme of our lessons yeah tonight. i guess so um it's if you suck because you're hungover you definitely did not assist people on healing i will say i remember having a lot of conversations with um our, the good friend of our show mr dave yeager and we would both like whether we were at dinner that night or we would just be digesting like for 10 minutes while we had a break or something. And we would both look at each other and just say, I don't think I helped anybody today. (laughs) Right. There's those days where it feels like it. Right. And I think the days that you think you didn't help anybody, but you were giving good effort. I think you probably helped somebody. Right. But if you were hungover and you were just horseshit in your job, you probably didn't help anybody, right? And so we got into this profession to help people, right? And I think a super powerful idea is, right, that it's not lucrative, but it's very rewarding. Um, that has been on my mind a lot lately because of all of the athletes that I have interacted with that have been able to realize their dream lately um, in Major League Baseball. More than any year that I've ever been a part of, like 
there has been a crap ton of my former athletes that have made it to the major leagues. And it's really cool because I still have this little feeling of like, ah, I was a little part of that. Yeah. Like that's fun. Right. That's a really good point. And so I think it, I would love to tell my younger self, you're going to be part of those situations. So don't miss out on them. Right. Don't miss out on an opportunity to really help somebody and really take advantage of the situation that you're in um, and make an impact on people, right? Uh, and so stop drinking so much the night before. <laughs> Drink more water. Uh, the only other thing that I would really like definitely tell me, and it, I think I, I touched on it a little bit earlier, it was like I, I was good at like examining what the body did and like how it moved. Um, early on realize that like you know what i really like this and so go dominate it right yeah so i think specialize or well and like expert or and i I don't even want to call it a specialization or being an expert in something just be the person that is the go-to for that right i when i was in baseball quickly like all of a sudden people were like oh like i need to get a stretch from kevin because he gives a really good shoulder stretch right mm-hmm. and so uh, every once in a while people would be like oh could i like i need it i need a really good kevin stretch right and it made me feel a, a, like a million gazillion yen according to dr evil um but it was awesome right that like i became really good at something run with it totally run with it don't be a student and be really okay so you're really good at taping right when you're a student don't think that you've mastered it keep being really good at taping keep going with it and all that's going to turn into something right because all of a sudden if you keep trying to master something that is a small sect of what we do you're going to find the passion to go master something else, right? I promise you. So keep doing that kind of stuff, right? Find what you're good at and do more of it. Don't do less. Don't think that you're like really, really good at it and so that I can just step because I'm really, 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 really good looking. Um, keep doing it. Just keep going. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this one up. How about that? All right. Let's do it. <laughs> Kevin, you brought up something really interesting there. And I want to I want to kind of dive into it a little bit more on next week's show. Okay. So let's talk about like how we measure success cuz you just said you felt great because you've had some people who have ended up advancing their careers be- with your help. Yeah. So, and I've had similar feelings, uh-huh. uh, you know, when people get, you know, from the college level get drafted. Let's let's go into what defines success for an athletic trainer, you know, or when are you most proud, um, kind of around that idea. That's super deep for the candid athletic trainers. It's going to be super <laughs> candidly deep. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about next week. We're going to talk about successes. Love it. Uh, or, you know, moments where you're most proud. Um, we'll come up with some fun topics too, something mm-hmm. maybe a little bit lighter too. But next week, let's talk about, you know, let's 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 pound our chest a little bit and talk about how great we are because we yeah. really are. Heck yeah, as a profession. And um, I guess because it's going to be September 16th and beyond. Uh, congratulations on the few that, or the two, that have won free swag from Canada Athletic Training. Yeah, right. We'll, Cheers we'll, to you. We'll reach out to you and. Um, otherwise, we'll see everybody next week. Goodbye. When we get good equipment, we'll be really good at this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that or it'll all go downhill. It One of the two. will go downhill. I actually think. Hey, did you? There's an ambiance like dial on here. Oh, maybe that. Maybe that's it. We need more ambiance. <laughs> we really do.